Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast. That's right, real good show. Back at it again for another week. It is episode 117. And fellas, if we had recorded this episode yesterday, we would have done 11-7 on 11-7. Oh, baby. But unfortunately, the Canucks were playing at the time. I was a little bit occupied. but uh, We were so close. Yeah. We could record two episodes back-to-back tonight and get to 11-8 on 11-8 if you are up for that. Uh, I am not. <laughs> but my name is Justin Morissette, and with me, once again, as always, is... Oh, Stephen Heck. <laughs> you doing all right over there? Yeah, I'm, just, I'm very tired. Okay. Uh, John Cullen. John Cullen is here. <laughs> all right. It, it is I, John Cullen. So, Stephen, you are not up for doing back-to-back episodes tonight? Uh, probably not. No, I, I, just did a, I did like a two-and-a-half-hour stream with Jesse. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it seems to me like you care more about that uh, than this show now, and I don't know if I uh, appreciate or respect that. Well, no, the streams can just go for a little longer, and Jesse has kids, so, you know. I don't know what that has to do with Yeah, anything. that really didn't have anything to do with anything. That was like, are you running for president or it what? It takes longer? No, it's more there? it's just that like I'm you know, I'm I'm like respectful of Oh, I guess cuz I said it took longer that kind of like takes the legs out of my argument. Um yeah, I playing video games is fun. But you're not playing them though. I know, I'm just saying in general. <laughs> I'm watching him like watching Jesse play video games is also fun. Yeah, apparently, because for some reason people seem to watch you do that. Yeah, they bought they they like buying the Gamercom merchandise. So yes, apparently that's gone very well. Yeah, mugs and all that stuff. Mugs so, and shirts and hoodies. And he just plays on like a it's on his computer, right? Yeah, it's on like a 2010 iMac. Okay. So uh, we run the entire stream through that iMac for some reason, even though I have the newer computer. Um, I well, think I just like him to do all the work. You uh, you wouldn't be able to like pick up the game feed on your end, could you? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think I, that's the thing, right? Yeah, I wouldn't be able to. Um, of course, you could play the. I games. mean, I'm, I'm sure there's a way I could, but I don't want to. I don't want to look it up. You could play the games, and he could commentate as well. Yeah, yeah, but I. I think part of the fun is that we play really bad games, okay. or he plays really bad games, so it's it's funnier if... Because I don't want to play really bad games, but I'll watch someone play really bad games. Ah. All right. It's a different... Uh, are you I don't ang- want to. Are you angling to become like an esports commentator? Is that the end goal of this? Well, none of the games we're playing are... like No one's playing them in like a, a stadium in South Korea. I just think that adds to your versatility, though. There's no game you can't commentate. I guess that's true. I mean, we played like four Bible-based games tonight. Um, I can. I'll read you the instructions. For, for which, which system see, were those for? See, this is the thing. I don't really understand. Like now, we're just talking about Stefan's other show on our show. 
This yeah, it's, the, a, it's a good show. This is the biggest level. Show. This is the biggest level of disrespect. It's a it's a stream. Yeah, it's just buzz so here. This in. instruction, uh, the instructions for uh, the Bible game for for Game Boy Advance. Did you just uh, read this on your on Stefan and Jesse's gamer stream? Which no, wait, I didn't read it. It was just there. Great name, by the way. Thank you. Hugely. Uh, uh, so let me know when the controls. I mean, it's, ac- it's accurate. I'll give you that. Yeah. L- let me know when the controls start to go off the rails here. I'm going to read the uh, the controls to you. I'm okay. just going basic- to eat while you're doing this. Okay. Speaking uh, of basic disrespect. Basic control. Well, you got it. Press- one, one disrespecter <laughs> deserves another. Okay. Basic controls. Yeah. Press the A button to jump. Press the L button to duck or to enter tunnels or buildings. Press the R button to throw holy water at a deceiver. <laughs> okay, that's funny. So the whole point of that game is uh, it's taking Jesse like an hour to figure out how to go down a set of stairs. <laughs> uh, in which, the game. Which, bu- which button is the crucify button? No, there's no... Well, so you have to throw... You have to press R to throw holy water at the deceiver. And then when you throw holy water at the deceiver, it goes into this like Bible trivia game. And then you have to get a bunch of the questions right, and then it lets you go down the stairs to like the next level. Do you save um, them? Like, are you saved? I, I think you kill the, you kill the deceivers. I think <laughs> they die. So it's like a Spanish Inquisition <laughs> game. Yeah, but then the deceivers, I think, are are asking you the trivia questions somehow, which is weird to me that they <laughs> care about Bible trivia. They're deceivers. Yeah, that is a bit weird um, that they seem to know more about the Bible than you do. Like they're like you're like, ooh, well, ooh, you need to learn about the Bible, and they're like, uh, and you need to and learn you're about just the Bible. G- going down into catacombs, right? What is your character like? Are you a are you a priest or like? Well, what it looks your... like it looks like Diablo for kids, basically. Like it's, <laughs> it's really strange. Like, and also some of the questions are the questions range from like. Uh, Jesus was the son of blank uh, to like uh, uh, how uh, how low did Methuselah's balls hang off the ground to the centimeter. So like some of them are really tough. And then uh, there's some really hard questions like the Jesus is the son of blank one. (laughs) Um, Can you die in the game? I don't think so. I felt like dying watching Jesse play it. Yeah, it's like well, the you Matrix. can't you can't die in the game because you die at the end of the game because yeah. that's the ultimate reward. <laughs> of course, <laughs> that's the ending of the game. Yeah, you yeah, get killed exactly. and you go to heaven. Yeah, it's Which like yeah. the Matrix. You also. die in the game. You go to heaven in in real life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that Frankie Muniz movie. Yeah, that's yeah. Agent Cody too. <laughs> Hey man, I'll give a lot of love to Agent Cody Banks. I enjoyed that movie. I think they made yeah the first one. Yeah, the first one. The, I, was, I said the second one is a joke because the second one sucks. Right, I didn't see the second one, but, but he genuinely did make like a video game horror movie. He did. It's and it's it's that's where I think where the phrase came from. If you die in the game, you die for real. Yeah, exactly. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've all been there. <laughs> that um, is the origin of that phrase. Yeah, that popular phrase that we still that we, use to this day. I used it on stage tonight at my comedy <laughs> show, and everyone was like, "Oh, perfect reference!" <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, that Frankie Muniz movie. This guy fucking gets it." <laughs> I, I do feel like it is an enduring meme, though. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah, can't yeah. even tell you what the name of the movie is. Oh. probably like Hell Game or whatever. Definitely not. I'll look it up right now. I'll see. Look what it I, up. We'll see who gets there first. I'll see what I can see here. Frankie Muniz. Uh, Stay alive. Stay alive. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I bet you. I bet you. John looked up Frankie Muniz IMDb. I did, yeah, and so yeah, he, his amateur move, his character the pro name. Move is to look up, the pro move is to look up Frankie Muniz video game movie. Yeah, no, I know, but I, I I wanted to go to the IMDb page though because I figured I would read stuff from it. Uh, for a group of teens, the answer to the mysterious right. death of their old friend lies within the world of an online video game based on the true story of an ancient noblewoman known as the Blood Countess. Pardon. And Wendell Pierce from The yeah. Wire is also yeah, in this I movie. Saw that what as the well. fuck? Yeah, it sucks that there's no message boards anymore. But yeah, it definitely made its money back. But Weird. this was Hollywood Pictures' you know first film in five years to be released, and it's also Disney's only slasher film. <laughs> you know what uh, Frankie Muniz's character's name was in this movie? I did see it. But Swink. I will let you. Wow, well, right. Let him reveal it. Swink. <laughs> yes. His character's name was. Swink Sylvania. <laughs> Perfect. I bet he's probably the first person to die can in, I, in the movie, Can I just too. read the character names here? I'm just on the cast uh, on Wikipedia. It's like Drew Barrymore in, in Scream. It's like Frankie Muniz dies. Oh, you know they're not pulling any punches on this one. Uh, there's Hutch McNeil. <laughs> Swink Sylvania. Uh, Abigail. There's no last name there for some reason. Phineas Bantam, October Bantam, uh, Wendell Pierce plays Detective Thibodeau. Yeah. Uh, there's Loomis Crowley. That's Milo Ventimiglia yeah, from nice. Heroes. Loomis, that's a good name. The game's kind of, uh, or the names kind of get better after that. Like better as in their like normal names. This, so, uh, th- this review is real funny because it sounds like it's, uh, it sounds like it's maybe like from an old woman or something. It says, uh, this review may contain spoilers, but then there's no spoilers in it. And it's from Lubna underscore MRF. One of the most fun movies I have had the pleasure of watching this year. But then again, I am a regular movie junkie. Like, I thought she was going to say, or he was going to say, like, but then again, I, I don't, don't watch, watch many movies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then again, I have watched a ton of movies this year, and I really liked it a lot. The number one listed goof under goofs is when Hutch is looking up information on Loomis's death on the computer, you clearly see www.dogpile.com in the address bar. A few <laughs> shots later, when the camera tracks out to show you the screen... There is nothing in the address bar. Whoa. I don't think that's a goof. I think that's a, a sinister, it's a mysterious disappearance of dogpile.com. I like the it. The big goof to me was that uh, when Frankie Muniz died in the movie, he died in real life. <laughs> Rest in peace to Frankie Muniz died in 2011 filming yeah. Hellgate or whatever. Oh, stay alive. Yeah. Uh, this 2006, is from, John. 2006. Sorry, this is from the same review. Uh, the only reason I'm giving this movie a 7 and not a higher ranking is that there were a bunch of unanswered questions like, who exactly made the game and for what reason? And the most annoying unanswered question, why did the characters die even before they died in the game? Otherwise, it is very, very entertaining. I'll think twice before playing a horror genre game. Well, that's actually what happened was Frankie Muniz died... 
in right. real life while but shooting not the film. in the game. Oh, so the so Frankie a- Muniz who like later wanted to become like a race car driver, that was Frankie Muniz from in the game who got into real life afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I like it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. He died filming Agent Cody Banks 3, The Legend of Spy Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Is that real? Yeah, of course. They make a third He's one dead. too. Spy Mountain, baby. Everybody knows it. Yeah. That's it's like the uh Three Ninjas principle. You have to include some kind of stupidly named mountain in your third one. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if the prophecy holds true, Justin Morissette will have commented on the uh IMDb message board, but we'll never know we'll anymore. Never know. My comments have been lost in time like tears and rain. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing so hard because we literally just got a secret and it's so stupid and funny. Well, save it. I will. Save it. Um, But speaking of dying in real life and in the game, uh, I'm sure esports, there's, you know, they probably charge. You pay something to go into the stadium to watch the people play, you know, Dota or fucking whatever. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's not free. Yeah. I mean, we don't have to work too hard on the segue, I, I feel. <laughs> well, if you want to buy a ticket to something, whether it's esports or otherwise, buying tickets to sports and concerts, of course, can be complicated. But there is a better, simpler way to buy with SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to live events. With SeatGeek's seamless mobile experience, you can buy and sell tickets in just two taps. SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed, and there's nothing quite like seeing your favorite team or musician in person, and they will get you closer to the action for a great value. We all have the SeatGeek app on our phone, and it is by far the easiest way we've found to shop for tickets. You can be anywhere, and with just a few taps, boom, suddenly you're looking at seats and tickets and you're you're buying all kinds of things that you didn't even know you wanted to go to until you looked at it on the app and and suddenly you you've really put yourself into a hole by spending all this money on tickets that you didn't necessarily have but that's okay because we can cut you a deal on that and i'll let you know more about that in just a second SeatGeek, however is designed to make your ticket buying experience easier than ever they save you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals and to get you the most bang for your buck SeatGeek grades every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget plus every purchase is fully guaranteed so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence make SeatGeek your go-to app for finding the best deals on every type of ticket from sports and concerts to comedy and theater and best of all of course so you do not bankrupt yourselves out there while you're looking at the tickets our listeners get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code REALGOOD today that's promo code REALGOOD for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase are you going through some hard financial times right now that seemed real I uh... ruined myself (laughs) buying tickets to uh, a lot of of uh, hockey games this year. I just wanted to go to every single one, and they were so cheap because the team True. is doing so poorly. True. It just seemed like, how can I go wrong? Even if I can't use the tickets, I could probably flip them and do well on that. And, and then I got caught up wrong. in a ticket flipping scheme. It happens to the best it's of us. It's gone pretty rough for me lately. It's all gone Pete Tong, yeah, as but, they say. But luckily... I got $20 off my first purchase. <laughs> so f- that's so good. I, yeah, I felt like I was playing with house money. That's why it all went Absolutely. to hell for me, really. 
<laughs> okay, I'm reading the secret before we thank the donors because it is so stupid. Okay, well, hang on because obviously there's a secret theme song that I have to play. Oh, here. that's true. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to know a secret? Okay, John. Great work. Ahead. Here we go. Uh, okay, this is from Anonymous. Uh, I have a secret I'm not proud of, but I thought you might enjoy it. <laughs> when people piss me off at parties or house sitting or whatever, basically when I'm at someone's house who really pisses me off, I pull my pants down and gape my asshole and then dip my asshole under their bed sheets so that my asshole lips touch their bed. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who is? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure if this is a solid way to annoy them because I don't know if they truly will smell it or not. But either way, I classify it as a victory for myself. Have a terrific night, fellas. Love the show. Cheers. Also thought American Pharaoh was dead. And then they followed up that secret with an added note. Also, this isn't done just to the average person. This is to my most hated enemies. Also, think of it as bingo dabbing, but the marker is actually my asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) This guy's in college for sure because... um, when I when I was in college, uh, my favorite ever beer pong moment involved a guy's asshole. A friend, uh, I'm not going to name his name, uh, but people who know me probably know him. And they, have we? Did, have I met him? Uh, no, you have not. Okay. Um, but he's a very funny guy, and uh, I just remember it was like three in the morning, and we were still playing beer pong, and. Uh, you know, you, you try and like distract the people taking the shots and beer pong. Yeah, yeah, of course, classic. Uh, so what my friend did was uh, his opponent was about to go take the shot, uh, and he was like, my friend was like blackout drunk at this point, so he doesn't even really remember this. Yeah, but he, he uh, dropped his pants and and spread his ass right as they were about to take the shot. And they completely biffed the shot. They totally missed. But he just, like, spread his, like, nasty ass. Have you told this on the show before? I feel like this sounds familiar to me. I've told this story a lot. I don't know if I just told it to you guys or if I've seen it on the show before. That is a pretty good uh, distraction technique. It works, too. It works. I like how, Stefan, your immediate inclination was like, He's probably a college student because those are the prime years where you, gape you your use asshole. your asshole as a weapon. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. I don't do that anymore. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, people in their 30s, late 20s, nobody weaponizes their assholes anymore. No, it's no. a shame. It's a damn shame. I, uh, my, my ass is clean. I shaved it the other day. <laughs> Great. You should have seen the look on Justin's face when you said that. I respect that move, but I'm just... I can see it. No, I can see the look on his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Justin, you don't, you don't shave your asshole? Uh, I, you know, I... No, the answer is no. Uh, Based I'll, on the look I'll, on his face, <laughs> the answer is no, and he never has. <laughs> yes, I'll clip it on occasion, sure. <laughs> What's the situation like, like get, right now? Like though? getting a haircut, sure, why not? <laughs> Wait, uh, you go like somewhere to get a cut? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, before I can weaponize my asshole, obviously, it needs right. to uh, get a little trim. So you take it to pooper clips? No, I go to like one of those dog grooming places. <laughs> they put you up on the table? Exactly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
Damn it. Oh, well. Let's thank what's some going, donors. What's going on down there, though? What's going, what's going yeah, on down there? Tell us about your no, asshole. No, it's fine. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. Because I'm, I'm picturing, like, um, in Guardians of the Galaxy, when, uh, when Groot grows all the branches around to, like, protect his friends. Yeah. It's like that. But it's like that, but with, like, turds. Yeah. So we the are, turds get, like, caught. We are Groot, for sure. Is there such a thing yeah. as, like, a pre-prolapse? <laughs> like, can you tell it's just on its way? I'm, I have no idea. We'd have to. I mean, we do have a medical expert on hand who we could I'm not going to make Stefan's mom look at your asshole. Well, you thought I was trending that way? Come on, man. That's, that is what I thought you were thinking. <laughs> that yeah. was the return of my classic segment. Come on, man. Oh, come also. on, man. Sorry, my yeah, bad. That's okay. Uh, let's thank some donors, speaking of assholes. Um, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. All our donors are lovely. Play that theme. Thank you for donating to the show. To the show. You work hard for your money, that we know. That we know. This segment's where we read out all your names. All, all your names. names. If we say it wrong, your parents are to blame. Fuck, Fuck your, your parents. parents. <laughs> all right, tell us who's donated all this right, week, John. All right, we've got a lot of donors this week. Uh, we've got one special donor to thank that I will leave for the end. So our first $5 pledge this week comes in from... Toronto Maple Leafs analytics expert, Cam Charon. Oh, yeah. We are receiving money now from the Florida Panthers and the Toronto Maple Leafs. That's true. That's how we roll. One NHL team at a time. It's a trickle-down economy, but it gets to us eventually. It is, absolutely. Uh, Next, we have another Sam to add to our collection of Sams. A $5 pledge from Sam Brockbauer. Thank you, Sam, which also rhymes with Cam. Thank Uh, you to Cam. uh, Yes. And, And also Sam. And Sam. Cam and Sam. But especially Cam. Sam, do you also work for an NHL team? Please if so, let, let us, us know. know. Perfect. Um, yes. Now, next, we have a $5 pledge from Taylor Twa, which is a great a great name. I think that is his real name also. Yeah, I've he, heard that last name before. He, he gets in yeah. on the conversation on Twitter sometimes. Yeah. 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 Uh, thank you to... Uh, it's a fun one to say. Absolutely. Twa. Taylor Twa. Twa. Uh, uh, we also have a $5 pledge from Jacob... Brand new. Uh, he didn't write brand, but I just thought that was a funny thing to say. His name is New. His name is Jacob New. Yes, N E W. Mm. Yep. He's in the metal industry, probably. I would assume so. Yeah. Uh, and uh, also a five dollar donor, Mo Sacadina. Uh, so thank you, Mo, for uh, donating to the show. And finally, uh, we have uh, we have a crazy announcement. Take Stefan. Uh, you have a new dad. And uh, it feels like Stefan cut Yeah, out. we lost you there, Stefan. Uh-oh. We got to get Stefan back before because this is he's, a big He's recording in bed, and it. I feel like his cords just keep coming unplugged. Ah, uh, well, we'll wait for Stefan to return to talk about this before he gets back. Should Not we? the first time he's unplugged coming in bed. I, I <laughs> <laughs> That's what I definitely say. <laughs> Absolutely. That's how I woo girls back to bed. I'm yeah. like, ooh, are you ready to see well, John something Cullen would, unplugged? Well, well, something would have been plugged first, obviously. Yeah, I mean, presumably. His, his, his butt, that's what he shaved Oh, he, Oh, he plugs his yeah, butt. Yeah. Okay. I he's, mean, that's... He's nodding to confirm everything right now. He can't 
verbally confirm at the moment because we still can't hear him for some reason. Oh, okay. He's got to figure out however it is he gets his uh, audio to come yeah, through. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on with him, honestly. He's Well, he's got that ever, mustache. Yeah, ever since he grew this dirty mustache. He's got a lot of problems. Things have just really gone sideways in a lot of ways, I, I feel like. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Maybe that's why he shaved his asshole to make up for the hair on his face. Yeah. He can only have so much hair on his body at yeah, one time. absolutely. It makes perfect sense to me. He's still not... Uh, audible though but you can see him yes and i'm assuming he can hear us i think so stefan can you hear us he's giving the thumbs up okay, so, so maybe leave the chat and then re-enter it have you considered that stefan consider many things and our precious boy is back okay. thank the good lord stefan uh i have some news for you uh you have a new dad <laughs> yeah you do and I guess in this case, it's actually a mom uh, because it is a woman. And it's a woman that we actually have known throughout this show. Uh, the okay. girl who squirted on Justin has pledged $201.01. Wow. And that's the name that they gave. Uh, yes. That's the, yeah, the girl who squirted on Justin. 201.01. So this means that Rohit is now my dad. Okay. And I guess I am entering the playing field. A new dad haver has entered the game. <laughs> You're only entering now because that means Paul gets to be your dad. Exactly. That's I him. don't want him to be without a child. He's had a son for, you know, a good long while now. It True. feels wrong to take one away from him and not replace it. Uh, so, yes, a, a new dad haver has entered the, the dad arena at this point. The dad arena. Yes. And remember, if you dad in the game, you dad in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. And Lord. also, our uh, our lowest donor gets to be Jesse Farrar's dad. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I will go and see who our lowest... Our lowest donor, actually... Uh, it's me, isn't it? Yeah, probably a dollar a month from you. Yeah, or... Uh, well, we have a few $1 donors, I think. Yeah, to um, me. I'm Jesse's dad. We have... I'll take him on uh, yeah. yeah, you definitely. Your mustache currently screams Weekends? weekend custody for. Yes, sure. or, or like deadbeat dad. No, yeah. Julia must have uh, deleted her pledge. So that's just Stefan, uh, Damon Gilmore, and Jason Vesna are all $1 donors. However, uh, actually, the worst donor of all time was someone named Cliff Ronning who said they were going to donate $2, but their credit card was declined, so they've donated $0 to the show over time. All right. Okay, that's, Je that's Jesse's dad. Cliff yeah, Ronning. So Cliff Ronning is Jesse's Congratulations. dad. Congratulations. You are Jesse Farrar's You've father. claimed ownership. Um, but yes, thank you, uh, Kirsten, for donating. I appreciate that. Um, did, oh, you you just actually, did you just her say her name on the show? Sure, why not? Kirsten. Okay, well, I mean, I'm, I'm about to do some research here. Let's dock this. Let's dock this. How lady. are you going to take one first name and find out anything about the rest of anything? Justin Morissette. You don't know anything. No. Justin Morissette on Facebook. You think I'm Facebook friends with someone who. Yep, absolutely. She totally looks like your type. Well, that's not. I'm not Facebook friends with this person, so I might know multiple Kirstens, and you are... There's only one Kirsten on your Facebook, and she looks like she would be your type. Uh, that's, but let me see who it is, because it's probably not... Yeah, I went to high school with that person. That's not who you're thinking of. Ooh. Wow. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. 
But uh, yeah, I guess I teased out some more just juicy details. Ooh. Yeah, juicy. Another uh, real good secret. Yeah, yeah, juicy, juicy for sure. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so uh, here's the thing. They had uh, some demands. Who did? The donor. Oh, yes. Yeah, we have a bonus episode coming up. Because they get to set because the terms. Because they get to set a, a donor episode. So we're going to be, uh, this month, we will be watching the classic, uh, the cult kid film classic movie, which is Heavyweights. Great movie. Judd, right. Judd Apatow film. Uh, a lot of very funny people in there. And I've, it is uh, it's just a great time. I've heard of it. I'm culturally it's, aware it's of it. It's a good film. But I've never seen it. Uh, so, yeah, I guess I'm looking forward to that. It seems like people often want us to watch movies that are not good. So at least having heard from people that this one is good is a bit of a refreshing change, I think. I agree. Yeah. <clears throat> have you seen the film, Stefan? No, I have not. I'm, I'm very excited. Right. Oh, you haven't seen it either? Holy fuck. No. Yeah, that's great. Um, so, yeah, we uh, before we get too deep into this episode, we wanted to talk a little bit about our show in general. Yeah. A state, state of the show state address. State of the show, yeah. So some of you uh, have already seen, but we're going to be doing a promotion, the six weeks of Real Good Christmas, where every week, uh, hopefully every Wednesday, for the next six Wednesdays, we're going to be releasing a new uh, T-shirt slash hoodie slash... Mug, mug slash slash sticker. sticker design on teespring.com we've already have all six weeks planned we think you're really gonna love it so if there is a beloved rgs bit that you wish to see on a shirt you're probably going to see it so yeah. get excited for that it's gonna be great stefan how do we do with uh, american pharaoh shirts so far uh let me let me take a look uh i think we've sold like 10 today which isn't which is crazy that's 10? pretty crazy in one day well, we've had the other RGS shirts on Modern Hobo for like four months, and we've sold one off of that. Yeah. So obviously people want shirts related to bits with uh, pictures of a dead horse that's not actually dead on it rather and, than Real Good Show Baseball Club. And Stefan, you designed this logo yourself? And the logo. It's weird because I, I totally thought that um, RGS would be beating the dead horse, but... <laughs> I guess it's just not the case. Like that's what I'm used to. So, but you, but you designed this one. I did. I designed it myself. Very on nice. Photoshop. Nicely done. Yeah. Nicely done. Thank you. It's a beautiful Thank horse, and it says "R.I.P. American Pharaoh." Got loose on the freeway. It's true. And I really enjoyed bringing this bit back today because a lot of people got in touch to say that they were also deceived and believed. Uh, Stefan's lies, so it made me feel a little bit less alone in this world. Quite a few people have said that they believe it. It's the same with the Phil Kessel story, the, f the famous Phil Kessel story from episode one. Two. Where people... No, it's episode one, isn't it's it? It's episode two. Oh, okay. Well, fair enough. <laughs> uh, but yeah, people often do buy into these things, and hopefully they buy in so much that they enjoy wearing the t-shirt. And speaking of things that will be coming out on Wednesdays, the show. We will be coming out on Wednesdays. Yeah, week to week. Of the closet. Except for this week. Except this week. This is Wednesday right now. <laughs> yeah, there's, we're recording there's on There's 33 Wednesday. minutes left in Wednesday. So hopefully it's out by Thursday. But yeah, but I yeah. mean, uh, I, I hope people are not actually mad when the show does not come out on Mondays. I think they are. 
I, I really don't think so. I don't think anyone cares at all when the show comes out. Oh, I disagree uh, with that completely. There's been multiple Facebook posts and tweets about it. So I wouldn't say nobody cares. I, and I care I a lot. I don't think that they're being sincere, though. About oh, I do think they are, actually. Uh, they are. Okay, yeah. well. And I also think that uh, we, uh, when we release it on a consistent release date, more people listen to it. We, ha- we do know that. Okay, well, I don't want to go down this road. But on, you know that that's true. Uh, on the, uh, and on if you the didn't want to go down this road, then you shouldn't have brought it up. Well, <laughs> I got loose on the road, and I've since been hit by a semi-truck. <laughs> you have. Uh, Driven by me. Yes. Well, uh, yeah, the show will be coming out on Tuesday, or Wednesdays now. It's just we, we're all very busy, you know? We are. I, I am beholden to the NHL schedule at the moment. Uh, we're all beholden to... Everything. And John is a performing comedian, and Stefan is living large in Los Angeles. So things got a little squirrely there. But and now we'll be out that, on Wednesday. Yeah, no more horsing around. Every Wednesday you can find this show mm-hmm. in your iTunes feed or wherever you happen to find it week after week. So don't you worry your precious little heads about that. And we're going to be rebranding the show as uh, because we've become more of a comedy show and less of a sports show. I feel uh, like people have known that for a while. People have known that though. for a while, but like, tell your friends. Because yeah. I feel like uh, there are some people who are turned off by either the sports aspect or the Vancouver aspect. And we are yeah. still going to talk about sports, of course. Uh, but we're more of a comedy show now than a sports show. Exactly. Which I think we kind of always were, but maybe people were turned off by the sports element. And hey, if you're out there and you're thinking to yourself... I really love these guys' sports takes. You can, of course, always find them on Twitter at Hockey Dipshit. And uh, I have a new avenue to get my sports takes off the top of my head, which is, of course, a uh, radio station that has podcasts as well that you can listen to. And I post those all the time in our Facebook group. So that stuff still exists in the world. You can just find it in other places, I think is fine and fair to say. Yeah, and I think over time it just seemed like people liked the comedy aspects more than the uh, let's talk about the Vancouver Canucks for 37 minutes (laughs) aspect of it. And I mean, they still make us miserable. But how? Yeah, we're still going to talk about sports sometimes. Yeah, how far can you go down the the well of Canucks misery for a show that is supposed to run week to week uh, in perpetuity, basically? Exactly. You speaking know, of sports misery, uh, Roy Halladay is dead. Yeah, speaking of not being a sports show anymore and being a show that's about comedy, let's, let's talk, talk about, about a, a beloved sports figure, figure who died. Yeah, really just awful. I don't know why, but this was like, I don't normally get worked up about celebrity deaths, but for some reason, this one hit me a little bit. Like, Roy was like, uh, just he was just always there in my childhood, and I didn't even watch the Jays that much, but like... He was such a great pitcher and, like, from all accounts, seemed like an amazing person. And, yeah, I read, like, 10 obits this morning, and I was like, oh, man. It was it's really, like... super surprising, you know? Uh, yeah, he seems like one of those guys that should have lived forever. He's 40 years old. He was only 40, yeah. That plane apparently was, like, super dangerous, though. Like, it crashed. Another one crashed earlier this year as well. It's basically like a jet ski with wings, they were saying. That's how I heard it described on CBC News. Yeah. Well, and weren't they saying, like, wasn't it the test model that crashed? Like, I know that Roy got the first model of it. or it's the first like, I don't, The yeah, first, like, it, 2018 model of it. But, yeah. And then there were those videos on TMZ. Did you watch that? Of, like, he was flying, like, really close to the water and stuff like that. And people were filming it. 
because they mm-hmm. were like, because they didn't know it was obviously his plane, but they were just like, this guy just kept like flying really close to the water and then like going up. And these people were like, what the hell? Like, and so they videoed it and then it turned out that it was his plane. And he had even tweeted about that. He was like, yeah. oh, flying low in this plane feels like uh, I'm flying a fighter jet. Yeah. Like, he talked to his dad about it. Yeah. Uh, and I don't like, it's not a new pilot either. Like you kind of expect that maybe always. Oh, young and reckless and doesn't know what he's doing and he's new to this thing but i feel like he'd been flying well, pretty I think much they said he started getting his license in 2011 yeah so six years at this point yeah is like his primary passion since he retired and i was talking about it with my dad earlier and he was like well you know for someone who's used to the thrill of p- playing basically the most high pressure position in all of pro sports and being the best at it also yeah like it naturally makes sense that that would be the personality type drawn to kind of uh you know that sort of stunt flying sort of thing totally um but yeah i mean i I think i've talked about it on the show before that like most of my early baseball memories are uh, like from watching the Blue Jays with my grandparents, like my grandma was a huge right. Jays fan back in the day. But I do remember Halliday being like one of the first players that I had like strong positive feelings about for my own reasons and not because it was like something that my grandparents cared about, you know? Right. Just because like he was incredible. And uh, a lot of our Toronto friends, of course, uh, like, Jake Goldsby today was tweeting, or maybe maybe it was yesterday. I saw it this morning. Was like there is probably an entire generation of Blue Jays fans right now who exist only because of Halliday's pitching. Oh, totally. Yeah, he became one of those guys. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, just really, really sad and and terrible. Really sucks shit. Yeah. Stefan, you have yeah. any anything to add? No, I. It is. It's just the most RGS thing of all time that we're like, we're doing a big uh, rebrand. <laughs> we're not talking about sports very much anymore. And it's, it's all going to be comedy and fun. Uh, and, and then here's this beloved picture. And, like it's immediately, it wasn't even like a segue. <laughs> speaking, yeah. of, uh, speaking of comedy and not sports. Uh, here's a, here's a sports guy who died. I am wearing my holiday Jersey today. I, I dug that out of the, uh, the old closet. Felt like it, it, it is very sad. He did seem like a very nice guy, and he was uh, extremely good at, at baseball, also. Um, but we do have funny stuff. Yeah, can we can we go to one of our clips this week? Yeah, this isn't like an official clip of the week, but this is just uh, it is incredibly funny. Just I feel the like one- this will like be the perfect yes. chaser to the shot of depression that we just all went yes, through there. I agree. And of course, we were talking about playing video games earlier. Stefan, you have now played or watched Jesse play the home improvement game. I have. Yeah? How, how was that? Uh, it was terrible. It's a really, really bad game. Well, this is probably the best thing that home improvement has ever been associated with. It is a clip from the documentary. It is a Hulu original documentary, so I've not been able to watch this in Canada as of yet, unfortunately. I am trying very hard to track it down uh but it is called too funny to fail it is a documentary about uh the dana carvey show and uh like just all of the talent and incredible humor that was involved in that program how did this thing possibly 
not have a larger lifespan? How did it get canceled? And we're going to find out how uh, right now in a clip that talks about uh, them getting the time slot that was immediately after Home Improvement. I had never watched Home Improvement when I heard about the time slot. I thought, oh, well, maybe it'll be compatible because Tim Allen's kind of a man's man kind of guy and uh, seemed like maybe he's a hip comedian. He had been busted for cocaine or something. <laughs> I don't know. Is Home Improvement a little racy maybe, right? I get your point now, Tim. You respect me, huh? I hadn't watched it until about four shows in. I just stopped everything at 9 o'clock on a Tuesday and watched it and just watched in horror, just not believing what we had foisted on this audience. ABC Tuesday, a parent's worst fear, losing a child. I don't want to die, Dad. You never know whose family it will happen to. An episode so powerful, it hits home. We beat this thing, no matter what it is, you know. I'm not letting anything happen to you. A special home improvement, followed by the Diet Mug Root Beer Dana Carvey Show. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, the next like 30 seconds of that clip are just people who are on the Dana Carvey show laughing and at it, that r- ridiculous and segue. It's like the most famous people in comedy. It's yes. Stephen Colbert, it's Steve Carell. The voice that we heard off the top there was uh, Robert Smeagol. Smeagol. Uh, Smeagol. And uh, yeah, just uh, just that, what a moment. I was like in tears when I saw that on the weekend. So. Very oh, much so want to funny. track down that documentary, but that oh, I just and especially like of all the products, <laughs> diet mug root beer. Like it has to be four letters or sorry, four words long, and like As diet. Title, I can't think yeah. of a TV show in this day and age having a title sponsor like that. Uh, and, yeah, the uh, the Staples Young Sheldon. <laughs> uh, yeah, because that's the other thing too. Is it wasn't like presents it was like the diet mug root beer dana carvey mm. show the seat geek real good show <laughs> well <laughs> for now yeah uh, <laughs> uh but uh, yeah that was i i really you know i like that people associate home improvement uh, with our brand at this point because that was sent my way uh oh fantastic so, yeah, yeah thank you very much <laughs> I just assumed people just wanted to hear me do that. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. That's the big draw here. We do have a sports clip of the week this yes, week, Yes, we do. And this is great. This is uh, on the weekend. If you're a football fan or even if you're not, you probably saw A.J. Green uh, was ejected from the game for uh, trying to choke out Jalen Ramsey. Uh, Jalen Ramsey's a rookie cornerback and has been uh, has proven to be an exceptional uh, talent. He's been shutting down uh, main uh, receivers all year. He's been uh, absolutely fantastic. And so he, uh, yeah, he responded to that. And uh, sorry, this is his second year in the league. I just was Wikipediaing that just to make sure. But, uh, but yeah, so he's been, uh, he's been fantastic. And he shut down AJ Green, one of the best receivers in the NFL. AJ choked him out. And this is what Jalen had to say about this in our clip of the week. I told him almost every play that he was weak, that he was off. That demonstrate facts. He just couldn't handle the truth. It was facts. Um, told him that his time almost up. Uh, told him that it was easy. 
which it was. He had one catch for six yards. Uh, I was just out there spitting facts to him. So, I mean, I pushed him every single play. We can go back and look at the film. I pushed him every single play. I told him stop putting his hand on me. And it's a run play. Don't even put your hand on me. So he put his hand on me. I pushed him again. He just fell because he weak. I mean, he's small. <laughs> you know, some people are mentally strong. Um, he wasn't during the game. He wasn't mentally strong. You know, I've talked to a few of his teammates afterwards, uh, a couple guys I know, and they had been told me they was like, um, once AJ started talking back, we knew you had him because he don't ever talk. And I was like, yeah, that's what I, that's kind of what I do every week. I knew I had him to a to a point, and then the stadium kind of helped me out because right before we went out there, they showed the big highlight of me locking him down uh, and his one catch for six yards. So. I, I knew he was over there boiling. Um, his teammates say he was over there pretty mad. So, if he was really about it, then I, he would have just he would have he would have tried to square up with me. You know what I'm saying? But he he walked behind me um, and did that little. <laughs> I guess he said bitch move at the end there. Yeah. Uh, so just for I, I, my favorite part is what he's like. He weak. He's small. <laughs> AJ Green is 6'4", 210. Yeah. <laughs> and Jalen Ramsey is much smaller than him. I feel like that is an element of the game that we see more in hockey yeah. than in other Jalen Ramsey's 6'2", 208. Trash talking. So pretty big for a corner, actually. Getting under guys' skin. I mean, it, it does happen in football every so often. Richard Sherman was pretty good at it for oh, a while Oh, definitely, there. yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's not something that is like played up the same way. Like, I think it happens every game. I just think that they don't talk about it. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's just not like guys become, like, notorious pests. In no. The, in the way that, like, that is kind of a defined role in the NHL? A little bit, yeah. I feel like part of it, uh, I don't even want to open this can of worms, but I feel like part of it is, like, at least a little bit racist, where, where people are just like, oh, yeah, well, black, like, black athletes, they trash talk. That's just accepted. You know, whereas, like, with white athletes, the, the, they're like, it's the like, white, ooh. noble hockey player. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, he's a, himself he's a creative. Leather. Or it's like the, oh, he's so creative. And he like, he's chirpy. Like, oh. Although, did you hear that clip from the Canucks game last night? No. Uh, yeah. There's just a random, like, uh, Daniel Sedin's, like, carrying the puck up the ice. And I guess, like, the ref maybe had a live mic or something. And the so they're just skating by the Calgary bench. And you just hear out of nowhere, I'm going to fuck your wife. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's pretty hilarious. You, you definitely have no concept of like who is saying it to who or why. Well, I assure you that it's... did not make it onto our radio broadcast. Last night. <laughs> uh, that's good. I mean, that's that's fair. But yeah, so I just yeah, it was just such. A, I just loved his confidence. Like he wasn't saying he wasn't being like yeah, like I, like he was just saying like yeah, it was easy. It was easy for me. It was fine. One his, catch his for six one yards. One catch for six yards. Yeah, like it was just it was awesome. I just loved like he clearly came across as like a very intelligent player and he's been playing so fantastic. It's just As a second year player too, I feel like there's kind of a buffer period in hockey also where like you cannot rock the boat until you're an established star, but I guess it's easier for younger guys to become established quicker. I I have no idea. Uh these days than it did back in the day, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I know. It seems like people's careers end around like 31 nowadays, whereas like guys would play into their like 38 year. Patrick Marlowe, baby. Yeah, but yes, I know what you mean for sure. It's that that it's going the way of the, uh, 
It's going the way of the dodo. Mm-hmm. 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 How are uh, how are the questions looking this week, boys? <laughs> yeah, let's go from there into the top three questions of the week. Hey, yo, it's the top three questions of the week on Real Good Show. You know what the fuck it is, bitch? <laughs> we murdering CFL podcasts up in this motherfucker. Russell, look out. Anything good in the mailbag this week, John? You know there's not. All right, here we go. No, I'm just kidding. We actually have great questions this week. Uh, first Which question. Which is rare. We put out the call very late. It is rare because we put late. out the call very late, and we got some great questions. Because I, I said I was going to double the points, then people take it seriously. Ah. So I should just start. I mean, the points are – it's almost like whose line it is anyway. The points barely matter. Um, I mean, yeah, okay, you get, like a, yeah, line, you get a free yeah. T-shirt or whatever, but people always seem to get real excited when we double the points. So maybe one week I'll just triple the points, and the questions will like somehow suck the, my dick. Be the best we've ever seen. Yeah, the questions will – I'll just be getting a blowjob all of a sudden. Anyway, uh, question – From a ghost, like Dan yeah, from, from a ghost, exactly. <laughs> uh, question number one worth 200 points comes in from longtime excellent question asker Jason Wickman at Yaya Sucks. He asks – a uh, real good show is added to the next Mortal Kombat for whatever reason. What are your fatalities? Well, before I answer this question, I want to tell you about a game where you can add a real good show to the video game for whatever reason you want. And that is my recommendation from a couple weeks ago, WWE 2K18. Oh, yes. The update that everybody wants. I don't know if you can just get us on PlayStation 4, but if you happen to play the game for PS4 and you search... RGS in the creative community, you will find a Justin, you will find a Stefan, and you will find a John. And uh, I strongly encourage you to download all three of us, add us to your game. Absolutely. And uh, you can get up to all kinds of crazy things. For example, in my universe mode at the moment, Stefan and John are currently feuding with Wario and Waluigi for the best friends tag team titles. I love it. Uh, I've been... Uh, I've been uh Kicking Waluigi's ass. Definitely, of the two, that if we're going to split these off into one-on-one feuds, it's for sure John versus Waluigi. I knew it. I could tell. And Stefan versus Wario. Absolutely. I'm going to take that little asshole down. Yeah. So, <laughs> Stefan, I will, I will for sure shoot some video this week of you Excellent. wrestling Wario and send that your way. Stefan, what is your fatality? Uh, it's going to be like Sub-Zero, but uh, with cum. I'm jacking <laughs> off. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I phoned that one in a little bit, but it's probably the most accurate one, too. Yeah, it's. I yeah. mean, you're not wrong, that's for sure. So then, like, it hardens, like, the ice in, like, Sub-Zero, and then you just shatter the person? They, um, they like, harden, yeah, I mean, like, a tube sock? Like, it's more just, like, Sub-Zero in that, like, I, it's, I spray it on them. Oh, okay. It's just come. I do feel like yeah, you, just should, come, you should smash them into a million pieces afterwards, though. Uh, no, they're. It's just reg- It's just normal cum. It's just my cum. All right. I don't know. Really, I don't know how they they die, but it's it's just straight up. It's just cum. I mean, yeah. My we, cum. All, we all know it. Okay, yeah. what would you guys say? It was the was the because I haven't really played Mortal Kombat. What was like the grossest fatality? Would you say I haven't played it in a very very long. I mean, time. I know the ones like when I when we when Marshawn Lynch played Rob Gronkowski. That was really gross. So the anyway, new ones are terrifying. Yeah. yeah so my are... I don't know what the new ones are, but 
Uh, my fatality is that I do the grossest one that there is, and then I end up losing because I wa- have to watch ah. it, and then I throw up and die. <laughs> so I actually so don't have a fatality. Like, takes- if you want to win the fight with me, you can't fatality them, because you, if you fatality them... They're left with, like, an inch of life. Yeah. Because before you can hit the killing blow, you puke so I puke much puke everywhere, you and then I die. Yeah, okay. exactly. Okay, yeah. I like that. Yeah, that's my fatality. John watches the thing. I like that. I have not played Mortal Kombat in a very long time, but I did play... The DC Comics Fighter Injustice, okay, which is it uses the same engine, engine yeah. as Mortal Kombat, and the very best fatality finisher belongs to uh, General Zod, who I'm pretty sure punches you so hard that you fly through the moon, <laughs> like it shows your the opponent's right. body okay. going up into space, and then a hole is bored through the entire moon. And there's a big space explosion. So uh, I don't know that I have the force really to to do that. I don't know that there's like a running gag that I can incorporate into this answer from my real good persona here. But I, if I'm going to from choose... my real good persona. I mean, it's just me, really. <laughs> uh, who am I on here if not myself? But, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess you uh, you kill the person and then you get real sad about it. <laughs> you get so sincere that you cry tears no. of acid and then they melt. No, this is what it is. I'm not – I would love to punch someone into space. That's the best. But what I'm going to do is let them out of a truck on the freeway and then you can go just dance <laughs> and be free. They can do whatever they want. And uh, it's not going to go very well. They got loose like, on the freeway. Every finisher seems to like transport you to a different fighting realm. That's true. Like some of the ones you'd get, yeah, they're like, there'd be the spikes below the level and yeah. you'd like, yeah. So, so I'm, that's true. I'm, we're going to go through a portal and wind up on the freeway. <laughs> on the freeway. <laughs> and I'm just going to drop you there. Nice. Okay, I like that. No, I back. think, no, you have one of those horse trailers <laughs> yes. and you like unlock the door <laughs> and they roll out on the freeway. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Okay, question number two worth 400 points because we doubled the points this week comes in from Camber Weiss. What sport would be best affected by an eye for an eye penalty code? For example, in baseball, instead of getting a walk when hit by a pitch, the batter gets to peg the pitcher with a ball. I think, like, he's kind of given... One of the better options right there. True. That is pretty hilarious. Did the an- idea did that you would like put your, put your pitcher up against a wall, <laughs> up against the wall like red ass, and just yeah. fucking whip the ball at him. That is definitely a very good scenario. No question. And like football doesn't but, really work. Well, the funny part about football would be is that like there's some penalties that are like very ambiguous, like offside. Yeah. So you like just get to stand in the other person's half for a second. I- illegal procedure. <laughs> yeah. I've, Too many yeah. men on the field. The other side gets to proceed illegally, whatever <laughs> that means. Uh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. They're like more obscure penalties. They're tough to enforce. But hockey is probably the best. And not just because ultimately I want to bring everything back around to be about hockey. It just has the most violent acts in it in the first place. True. Well, you have a stick, yeah. So that helps a lot. True. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say boxing. And if you punch, if you hit someone, they just get to hit you back. They get a free hit on you. 
and then just keep going. Well, so just, like, well, like if you punch someone in the back of the head, you mean like because that's like what a penalty in box or no in boxing really the only penalty is low blow. So yeah. So get, okay. Yeah. So, so you get to punch blow, so another guy in the nuts. You get to punch him in the dick. Yeah. That is actually pretty good. I'll give you that. I think ultimately boxing would just become a game of who can take as many uncontested dick punches to outlast the other guy. Like. Ultimately, if you were allowed to do that and all you had to do was take it back in return, wouldn't that just become the entire sport? I mean, maybe. Yeah, but that's not like a... You say that like it's a bad thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I'm... It's I'm, just a bunch no, of free shots. I'm not, I don't mean it as a bad thing. I'm promoting it as a way to revolutionize boxing oh, right, right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get rid of any punches that are not uncontested dick shots. Yeah, I mean, I think NASCAR would be great, too, because then you could just ram your car into another guy's car. It'd be like Demolition Derby. Yeah, exactly. NASCAR would have its own like kind of Demolition Derby section. Now we're just naming cool things, yeah. but I think it's good. I was trying to think <laughs> of like what golf would be. Like, there's no way of like – you'd just have to be like punishing the game of golf. Because like, <laughs> like, it's like, oh, I grounded my club illegally in a bunker. I just lost two strokes. It's like, well, who – how, who are you getting back? That's just the rule of the thing. Yeah, because ultimately you're competing against yourself. Pretty much, yeah. 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 So, but yeah, like spearing someone in hockey and getting to like retaliatory spear. Oh, man. Yeah, sla- or high sticking. You're going to hit a guy and in the face. You get to choose, or- though, too. Like It's like in football, you can accept or decline the penalty. Right. You get to pick. Do we want a power play right now, or do I want to just turn around and spear this guy? Yeah. That's good. Yeah, because then that adds a, a wrinkle yeah, to it. and a real dimension. Because you're like, this isn't really going to help my team if I get to spear this guy. But, but I if also he's a hate star, this guy. Yeah, but if, yeah, true. If he's a star, then maybe that is more valuable yeah, if you than making him. him sit in the box. Yeah, that's good. I'm picking hockey. Those are all good. All that's good. Okay, question number one. <laughs> We didn't even talk about this before the show because it came in after we started recording, but it's got a lot of likes. And this is very uh, uh, a comment that it got was this is the most fair question I've ever heard, to be honest, is what someone (laughs) said about this question. And I think it is one of the more interesting debates we may have on this show. And it comes in from Doug Exeter at Doug Exeter. And he writes... Right before you start playing in Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Final, a doctor tells you the only way to save a dying child's life is to score on your own net during the game. Do you do it? Wow. (laughs) Uh. (sighs) (laughs) Okay. Now, you're like our question dungeon master here, Jim. Yes, yeah. So, in this world... No one knows that you scored. No one know. No one knows that that's the reason you scored. But do they even know that I, if I if I don't do it, do they know that I didn't kill the child? Yes. No. Does the doctor so doesn't no, come forward? Yeah. No. No one knows about the child. We'll say because you can't have it both ways. Because I think is it's it a, your kid or is it just some random? kid? It says a dying child's life. But maybe it's going to be like the box where it's like a kid you don't know is going to die and it's your kid. And do you ever really know your own kid? <laughs> or it's Not like uh, the box. Who's the one? Uh, 
which Canuck right now has a box where they bring sick kids to the game and Ooh. put them in the box? It's like a kid at the actual game. I don't know who's doing that right now. <laughs> Edler? I think, Edler? I think it's Edler. I think it's Edler, too. Yeah, yeah. the Eagles yeah. box or whatever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Everyone knows that's where Eagles live. Eddie, Eddie the Eagle. The Eagles box. Yeah, I don't want to call it the Eagles nest because I have bad yes, memories of course, to that. I understand. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I would. I would do it. But, again, you are, like – if you scored on your own net in the Stanley Cup final, like you would never ever live that down. You'd hear about it the rest of your life. Like Steve, um, Steve Shutt, he was the guy who uh, banked it in off of Grant Fear's skate. Steve Smith. Steve, Steve Smith. Smith. Okay, sorry, Steve Smith. Yeah, and also Chris Phillips. Yes, Chris Phillips in the 2007 final, the the cup winning goal, the game winning goal of the deciding game of the final is a Chris Phillips own goal yeah. on Ray Emery. Yeah. Well, okay, is is the kid a fan of the team you're on? Because I would imagine if you scored on your own net and the kid lived, they'd be really pissed and like miserable because <laughs> their team lost. So, I am going to say no. I'm going to do my best to win the game and then the kid's last memory will be his favorite team winning. Do I get to publicize it? No. After the fact. No, no one, no one no. will ever No one know. knows about the kid. That's what I mean, because I think it's a better question that people don't know. So I don't get to explain myself afterwards. Nope. I'm just... Like, there's I no am, explanation. I am going to explain myself afterwards. I'm going to be like... Uh, I'm not going to... First of all, I'm not going to score on my own net. And I'm going to be like... Uh, you may be wondering why I didn't score on my own net out there today. <laughs> as I usually do. As but I usually doctor, do. A doctor told me that... If I score on my own net today, a sick kid would live. I said, no, I'm not. I'm not interfering with nature. <laughs> I don't want to. Play, I don't, letting it happen. I don't want to play. I God. don't want to play God here. <laughs> exactly. I just want to play hockey here. I don't play God. <laughs> you know so, what's really funny is like I'm sure that if we looked it up, there is probably a hockey player that said that exact quote before. <laughs> I don't want to play God here. I'm just here to play hockey. Oh. I mean, probably not the same context, but of course yeah. not. But like, as we know, hockey probably has the highest concentration of Trump voters in of any sport. Uh, well, maybe I golf. would just like, I would, I would hope that the the arrangement kind of came to be known before the game, just so you'd get like the super cliched hockey interview after the game, where he's like, "Yeah, you know, I just I went out there and I, uh, I just I gave one hundred ten percent and I, uh, I I killed a kid and uh, <laughs> we just gotta we just gotta get back out there and." Uh, you know, third period, uh, we just got to bounce back. You just got to uh, do what and, it takes uh, to win out there, you know. Yeah, and uh, I, you know, if that means a kid's got to die, then then that's the way. Then that's the way it's got to be, you know. And, Everybody's uh, buying in one hundred percent. We're all sacrificing the body of a diseased child. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, if you do, if you do it, and it's not allowed to become public knowledge, then it's like the ultimate selfless act. Of charity, yeah. So you wouldn't you, be interested. You have to live with the public perception, yeah, that you just scored on your own net like a fucking a idiot, fucking idiot yeah. forever, yeah. But you did like the greatest, yeah. You're Superman, basically, but only you know that, yeah. It's a one kid, yeah. Well, it's better than zero kids. Well, or zero kids, or uh, an entire fan base. Yeah, but you're not killing the fan base, and you could still win the next year. Hmm. If, like, no one's like, oh, hey, you're never going to win again. If I score the own goal and we lose by one goal, d- 
does a, a child who cheers for my team kill themselves out of depression? No, this is like this is like that trolley problem, right? <laughs> Where it's like, oh, you can you can press nothing and like three people will die, or you press the button and switch the track and one person dies. There's a right answer. The right answer is you kill the one person, obviously. Yeah. The whole I don't know why everyone says, oh, the trolley problem. Like it's actually a problem. It's like, yeah, kill the one person. Duh. Right? There's no this is so straightforward. Oh, philosophers have been arguing this for years. Yeah. Okay, I, just kill the one person. That's it's fucking easy. Yeah. One is better than three in terms of killing. <laughs> I mean unless lock. unless you like really like killing and then three is way better than one. Right. No, I'm saying from like my normal point of view, I'll kill the one person. So I I yeah, this uh, this kid's dead for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just I think, think about it. like, yeah, no, I, I, it's the same thing this, the, with the trolley problem. You you flip that switch, you kill that one person on the on the other track, like no question. Yeah, but it's not like no one else is gonna die. What if I what if I try to score on my own goal, but the goalie stops it, <laughs> and then my whole team hates me, and I didn't save the kid. Well, uh, no, that's no. when the kid's getting uh, defibrillated, but he doesn't quite make it. No, I was going to say if the goalie saves it, then you just bang it in on the rebound. <laughs> wow. <laughs> then everyone he really knows it. it and it's up. like, what the hell, man? Be like, oh, it was an accident. I'm sorry. And um, then I do it again, and he saves that too. It's, I just keep having accidents. I mean, yeah, we didn't consider that you are really bad at hockey. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't consider that in the problem because it's really easy to score oh, on your of own. Of course, game. because the goalie is not suspecting yeah. that that's going to happen at all. I know as a goalie who has had my own player score on me, is like, you got called for a penalty, and instead of going to the box, he just turned around and scored on his own net. I was like, you fucker, I was pitching a shutout! Anyways. Uh, yeah, I, I'd let the kid die, probably. I want to win! I'm saving the kid all day. I don't know what kind of fucking monsters you two are, but uh, yeah, I'm saving I'm the kid. I'm a team player, John. No, you're not. Uh, you're not a team player no one, in life. No one will know. He's not my team. No one he will is. know he's that on the I, team of life. No one will know that well, I could have saved that well. He's dragging the team down. Exactly. No, I don't agree. Plus, you you guys are assuming that just because you score on your own net, you're gonna lose. Yeah, I'll score on my own net in the first ten seconds of the game, and then score a Hattie on the other net. I don't Be think, no problem. No, that's not going to happen. That's according to you guys. I'm saving the kid. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> with that, we head towards everyone's favorite segment because it means we're on the home stretch. The cherry on top of our cynical Sunday where we pick the things we like from the world at large. One good thing. If a lot of people love each other, the world would be a better place to live. Gentlemen, what do you like this week? Uh, uh, <laughs> um, I, uh, I can go first. I have. I'm going to I'm going to the desert to film something on Friday at like six thirty in the morning. So that should be fun. The fuck, man! Wow, that's, that's a good. Thing. Your un your untitled project that will be released at an indetermined date. 
Yeah, it's for a, it's for a web series. Un- okay. Undetermined. I think I'm going to be in it too, so it should be fun. Un- undetermined date. Sorry. It's either indeterminate or undetermined. Yeah, and I combined them. Yeah, it's okay. Um, uh, it's actually undeterminate. <laughs> are you going out to Indio? What desert are we talking about here? I don't, I don't know. It's some. It's it's dry. It's like an hour away. Those are all the details I've been given. Sounds so, perfect. Well, wherever you go, I, I truly we're hope a, we're renting a van at work. I think, and we're all gonna drive out in the van together. So taking like peyote with you? No, this is a this is a professional uh, film shoot. You're going to Joshua Tree? No, we're we're going to we're going to film a web series. <laughs> Okay. Well, wherever you go, I truly hope you get lost. Okay. Uh, I am going to... Justin, you go. You said you had a thing. I yeah, don't, I don't I'm know. going to recommend a uh, comedy series oh, boy. on Netflix Okay. called American Vandal. Mm. Have you watched it? Mm-mm. You've heard of yeah, it. Mm-hmm. really funny. You, watch, you watched it, Stefan? Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, it's like a spoof of like... It's kind of like that sort of... There's an episode of Community that I really love. Yeah. That's like a pillow fight war, mm-hmm. but it's done in the style of a Ken Burns documentary. So good. Like, there's something about that specific genre that is like the perfect avenue for comedic spoofing. Yes. And this one is an eight episode series about uh, a, a crime at a high school of who spray painted all the dicks on a b- series of cars in the parking lot. And uh, you would think that it could not possibly be stretched out over eight episodes, that this is a comedic concept that would go for, like, one episode and you'd get bored of it. But it is consistently funny throughout and really well made when you think about how much, like, cell phone video they're filming for production purposes simultaneously. It's really, really well done. I really enjoyed it a lot. It's super funny. American Vandal. Nice. I'm going to check it out. Uh, I'm going to recommend a food item. Ooh. Mm. I'm going to recommend poke this week. Really? Yeah. It's a, it's an extension of salad, so I think that's why I like it a lot. It's but, like a uh, combination salad and sushi, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's like, uh, I mean, you can choose your base. You can get like a rice base or like a leafy base. I go for uh, the place I go to has a quinoa salad base. So it's just quinoa and kale. So it's perfect. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. And then you just throw on, uh, I I get it with uh, jicama and cucumber and beets and uh, pineapple and fresh tuna and uh, some soy sauce, some citrus, uh, some of the citrus mayo dressing thing they have. Look at this it's salad a, boy. Yeah, it's just a delightful treat. Taking his game to the next yes, level. Yes, it is. It's a refreshing, it's a refreshing treat, and uh, I have, I've just gotten into it. I didn't think I would like it, but I'm, I have been enjoying it, and uh, I, I would recommend it. So if you're on the fence about poke, but you like salad and or sushi... You, have, know, you know what to do. I haven't done it yet. See, there you go. There See? is one that's close to work. Yeah, there you go. And I keep walking past it and thinking like, oh, maybe. Yeah. See? But hook it up and then let me know. Or we can go. There's another restaurant that's close to work that I'm going to recommend next week. So McDonald's? I'll do that instead. No. Uh, okay. Well, this was fun. <laughs> yeah, let's, with that. Let's wrap it up. That will do it for this week's episode. Our roommates are Heather and Ben. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much to them. Our intern are the fine folks at SeatGeek. Promo code REALGOOD for $20 off your first purchase. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can do that, of course, by heading on over to patreon.com slash realgoodshow. And we got a huge, huge boost in donors last month, uh, probably entirely because Hexgiving is like one of the greatest things we've ever done. But 
uh, genuine, sincere thank you to everybody who who donated, uh, who were new donors last month, and everybody who's ever donated, really, because uh, it's it's awesome to make. Uh, you know, a decent amount of money in a very expensive city. Yeah, it's, it's part of the it's part of the rebrand. Yeah, being we'll be we'll a have, sincere boy. We'll have more bonus episodes. Uh, we're gonna do some good shit this month. Like we said, we're gonna be watching heavyweights. We'll probably get some special guests on for some bonus episodes. And of anyway, course, you know how we you know how we do. Look up forward in here. to that mailbag. But yes, the heavyweights episode in particular. And to get access to that content, all you have to do is head on over to Patreon.com/slash/RealGoodShow and pledge five dollars a month. Or more. Maybe you want to be Stefan's father. Or my father. Yes. Or Justin. Yeah. Everybody's getting Justin. in on the dad game. Please don't be Jesse's dad. Yeah, no. Don't be. Yeah. See, someone's going to donate like one cent as a joke now. Oh, I wish that I was Jesse's dad. How can I have a large son like that? Um, but yes. Could've you can find us online www.realgoodshow.com. The blog is there. Twitter is at Real Good Show. The Facebook group is facebook.com slash groups slash Real Good Show. Plenty of fun to be had at all of those places. And, of course, we are dropping T-shirts on our Teespring campaign every single week on the lead up to Christmas. And, again, those are coming out on Wednesdays just like the episodes. Hell so yeah, baby. Look forward to all of that good stuff. And uh, until next week. I'm Justin Morissette. Stefan Hack. John Cullen. Be real. Be good. Be real good. Come. Uh, microphone. I don't know. I had. I literally had no idea this week. No, I just I thought I'd go with come. Well, I mean, yeah, there's a good. There's no come in front of me yet. Yeah, of course. Stefan. Stefan always picks what's right in front of him. He's lying in bed. I feel like your bet was a pretty solid one. Thank you. That's I mean, what I thought. A liquid one, mostly. Just, but. Yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> And if you do not finish this episode with Liquid Dreams by O-Town, then you've made a huge mistake. Well, we shall see. <laughs> Jesse is a friend. Yeah, I know he's been a good friend of mine. But lately something's changed. It ain't hard to define. Jesse's got himself a girl and I want to make her mine. And she's watching him with those eyes And she's loving with that body, I just know it And he's holding her in his arms late, late at night Start talking cute I want to tell her that I love her But the point is probably moot Cause she's watching him with those eyes And she's loving him with that body I just know it And he's holding her in his arms Late, late at night
Worst fear, losing a child. I don't want to die, Dad. You never know whose family it will happen to. An episode so powerful, it hits home. We beat this thing, no matter what it is, you know. I'm not letting anything happen to you. A special home improvement, followed by the Diet Mug Root Beer Dana Carvey Show. <laughs>